0: This is Generation Justice, a multimedia project that trains youth to harness the power of media. I'm Emily Jaramillo.
1: I'm a 16-year-old from Isleta Pueblo. And I'm Quincy Walker. I am 15, also from Isleta Pueblo. As the Gathering of Nations Powwow leaves the town, we're continuing the celebration of Indigenous peoples by discussing Native advancement.
0: We will be speaking with Warren Montoya, founder and executive director of the Resilience Organization, who will tell us about the upcoming Res Art X event here in Albuquerque.
1: Then, we will speak with Dr. Sean Sekatero, an assistant professor at the UNM College of Education, who will talk with us about the importance of Indigenous learning models.
0: And we have some awesome community announcements throughout the program. To introduce our first song of the night is our 15-year-old music host, Lily Lukow.
2: Hello, everyone. I'm Lily Lukow, your music host for tonight. I'm very excited for you all to hear tonight's production and the indigenous music incorporated into it. Our first song will be Winding Canyon by Bluebird. The band Bluebird has music comprised of spoken word, hip hop, and sounds of nature. I hope you all enjoy.
0: Love yourself enough to cry, let your waters purify, let your be satisfied. Love yourself, love yourself, love
3: yourself, love yourself. Red sands rooting in, gifts of grace never forget. Mother's blessings, father's sin. shedding old life, digging in. Constellations shining big, planets orbit round your head, magic
0: stardust you
1: Warren Montoya is an entrepreneur and a mentor and a Native artist. He joins us tonight to talk about the upcoming X Indigenous art Events and his work.
0: Now, here is Media Justice intern Edgar Cruz to speak with Warren Montoya.
4: This is Edgar Cruz with Generation Justice, and I'm speaking with Indigenous artist, entrepreneur, executive director of the Resilience Organization, Warren Montoya. Welcome to Generation Justice.
5: Thank you, Edgar. Uh, it's great to be here. You guys are fun. <laughs> well please tell us more about yourself sure oh uh, first of all my name is Warren Montoya I'm from the pueblos of Santa Ana and Santa Clara here in New Mexico I am a painter I'm an artist and a jewelry maker graphic designer and as well as the executive director as you said of the resilience organization and um, yeah excited
4: Pleased to have you here. Please tell us more about the Resilience Organization. So uh,
5: this year we have a bit of a change. Uh, the we actually produced an event called Resilience Indige- Indigenous Arts Experience for the last two years, and this year we rebranded it as Res Art X you know it's a bit of a mouthful so kind of chopped it down a little bit but this is our third annual event and it features indigenous artists performers musicians and yeah it's a really good fun time so
4: sounds amazing uh tell us how it came into existence what was your journey getting to the Resilience
5: organization hmm. so it was um it's pretty interesting actually uh the event and the organization itself started with 10 amazing individuals who, you know, I was reaching out to who are really um, inspired by the power of art and creativity, and especially its connection to indigenous communities, how it's propelled, you know, our identities over centuries. Uh, So these people, you know, uh, various artists as well as other professionals, we got together and we started brainstorming what this event could look like. So of course, we started uh looking at a framework of a festival, so the first two years it involved workshops, uh, um, a film showcase, you know stage performances, concert dance, some youth activities, family fun uh, like art activities. so it's been pretty awesome. The last two years this year we condensed it into focusing on the performing arts, yeah.
4: That sounds inspiring, and sharing that inspiration with youth is so special. Um, Tell me about your inspiration. Where do you draw inspiration? Mm. What is your art based on?
5: Well, um, my art is actually based on uh, my own exploration of uh, that idea of resilience. So before we created the event, you know, of course, I was trying to understand what my creativity meant to me and of course like a lot of other people having experiences that tested tested me as a a human being Uh, so you know when i was younger i actually had challenges i had gotten quite a bit of trouble and kind of came to a point where i realized i had to make a change and had to start exploring you know my own strengths um, and hence resilience so I started looking at my indigenous culture and identity for, you know, lessons or you know some some guidance, and with that, you know, it kind of bled into uh, my creativity, my painting, and I started creating concepts around uh, cultural resiliency, and within my own artwork, I actually portray indigenous peoples quite a bit, and. A lot of times, some really dynamic, exploding colors coming out of them, like energy fields, and you know, I really like doing that because since I have honed that style, people tend to really gravitate towards towards it and just share their own stories of resilience. So
4: that sounds beautiful. Thank you. Tell us more about uh, the Res Art
5: X event. Sure. Um, so it is June eighth at the National Hispanic Cultural Center uh, here in New Mexico. It's a beautiful campus. They have three theaters, a giant plaza, which that's where we'll be located. And, um, you know, various other amazing things like a gallery, a museum. But uh, again, June 8th, National Hispanic Cultural Center from four to eleven in the evening, Um, we're going to have some amazing performers. Uh, We have um, a reggae artist, uh, Jordan T, who is a national act. He's touring right now, so he's stopping through on June 8th. He's our headliner. Oh, man, his, his vibes just, you got to look him up. Jordan T. <laughs> so so they're, they're pretty, you know, they, they just kind of soothe your soul, you know, like a lot of reggae does. Um, touring with him is Johnny Love and uh, some other artists known as CRSB. So Johnny Love actually uh, comes from California. So does CRSB. Jordan T comes from Hawaii. Uh, so he's he's from there. Um, and then we have local champions like Tanea Winder. Uh, you know she's pretty known around here for her poetry and her inspirational words. And uh, something I'm really looking forward to are the Naka poets, the Native American Community Academy uh, Youth who's led by Jessica Helen Lopez, which is another champion locally. Um, And our host is actually Bobby Wilson of the the comedy group, the 1491s. So, you know, if it's it's not your kind of music, at least you'll have fun laughing because the guy's hilarious, so, yeah.
4: Thank you, yeah. And what do you see in the future um, with this event? What is the vision um, of the generation that will experience this event.
5: You know, we want really Resartex to bridge our communities. So we want to bring together youth as well as elders to to experience the positivity of this event. But we really hope they take away a sense of uni- unified like energy, and um, you know, are, are just inspired to pursue their own you know, ideas of uh, building their their community as indigenous peoples, seeing these people on this stage, on this platform, just living their dream in various ways. So for youth and for elders and anybody else in between, you know, we we hope you all come and just get excited for this experience and have a good time with us. And from there, you know, who knows what that can inspire, you know, so...
4: Yeah, I think it's beautiful, and I feel grateful that you have used your inspiration to build this platform to inspire, you know, a ton of young, indigenous, creative, talented youth. Um, Thank you. Where can people go for more information about this
5: event? So all the info is actually on our website, rezartx.com, and that's R-E-Z-A-R-T-X.com. Uh, even if you're interested in you know being a volunteer helping us out, or even being a vendor, you can find out information on there. Uh, it has all the the artist info as well, so you can even send us a message through the website. Awesome!
4: You know? And tell us more about your long term vision.
5: Oh man! So year three, you know, in year three, you're like, wow, this has been such a long journey, but. Really, what we're trying to build is a platform for people to utilize in various ways, right? Right now, we've we've really honed in on what we can do in the artistic realm. But we want to start looking at the educational realm and the technolo- technological realm, as well as the wellness realm, because those four pillars are what really can build communities if, if you know, you're getting people from those different um, fields and And experiences with their knowledge you know together if you get if you get them together I mean who I can't imagine what that can really help our communities do you know maybe maybe uh, an architect or you know uh, um, app maker has an idea and they want they need an artist to like help them understand how this can come into play you know with the vision and the creative skills right drawing skills or something or somebody has an idea who's a writer and They want to connect with, you know, different ways to tell their story. Um, Somebody from a technology realm, right, who does web uh, podcasts. So, I mean, really what we want to do is just continue building this platform and involve those other aspects. And next year we're shooting for it. So we want to create a two-day conference and a festival. But this year, come out, you know, and we want people to really enjoy and see what it's about and move with us.
4: That's beautiful, thank you so much. Is there anything else you would like to add?
5: um I'm really thankful for being here tonight. I got to hang out with you guys for a little bit before the show uh, and I always am very appreciative for sharing this story and this work because this platform was created by indigenous peoples, for indigenous peoples, but more so for for all of us to experience so thank you for having me on air um Hi, mom. And yeah, thank you. Uh, everybody else out there who has helped this vision and these efforts with resilience in ResArt X. you're much appreciated.
4: Well, thank you so much for sharing your vision and these beautiful stories that are so inspiring for us and our listeners and all of the youth who will attend. With Generation Justice, this is Edgar Cruz.
0: Yeah, thank you, Warren, for discussing the significance of art and the impact it has on Indigenous youth, me myself. Um, being a performer and attending this specific event for the third time this year, it means a lot that we can, you know, together spread awareness and hopefully bring more people and spread the beauty of what this whole event is about.
1: Hawa, and thank you. I just want to say that I do believe that wellness and core values will bring down a big piece of hammers and just... Nail knowledge and education into the new kids. Mm -hmm. And now, here's Lily LaCalle with the next beats.
2: Thank you so much, Warren. This next song is titled Style Writing by Defy. Native American, hip hop, spoken word, and so much more are included in this Native New Mexican's music. This song is all about self expression and graffiti art.
6: All the crap, some color style, right? Just a dope piece Filling with the outlining Props to those Who go end to end No downsizing On the perfect getaway It's all about timing They fight in the style And forgot to credit some Respect the vets And whoever you got Your letters from I wish the city And these cops would let these letters run We getting busy On these blocks the job is never done No mean mugging Just paint puddles And a clean production Cause the true king Remains humble And keeps crushing Needs nothing But a dream To keep his scene pumping So while you're sleeping He's creeping With his team hustling The graffiti removal bump better say it's grace on freight So much even the mayor hates Supplying the terror scribe in the mirror survived from an era when the sky was clearer uh, never make the charts but always hit the billboards there's no better day to start to so mark your skill towards a full contact sport not for the weak they knocking out teeth on your feet thou shall not sleep rocking down deep rockin down deep from the underground but somehow the style's free i see the soul of an arrow an aerosol from the same bone and marrow as ferals i share with y'all so prepare the wall for the legends to spray cans from different crews but in the same fan the next edition i set my bid and impress my luck let's wreck the system the definition of getting up. A couple homies got caught locked in a cell. But if your crew's got you they'll spot you on bail. Next time you see them out they're not gonna tell. You're rocking the bells don't let the cops follow your trails. Just a kid paying dudes trying to innovate with you. My people's been paying for thousands for originators too. Stop jocking those spots and stop the side busting. Rock from bottom to top if you got the time. Youngin step out of the block, breaking the spot steadily rockin'. Remember those who are gone so they're never forgotten. Crews claim the turf where plenty have rain. There's plenty more to come but too many to name. Once was called local now it's gone Post. Used to be all city, but now it's all global. Toys making that noise are now irrelevant. Till they start putting in work, ground development. They say if you aren't down, you're out of your element. Death don't mess around, a style celibate. Just a ceremony, master rolling holy. Throwing up my homies so hold me down, I hold you closely. Y'all know me, been there when I was broken, lonely. Alone in my Adobe home, just roasting Dodie. Spit freeze off the top from a different angle. See Creed to hip hoppers like spit to rainbow. Just to get to paint, some riders but risk was fatal. Get your name up in the day, you never miss a train, though. Better get your raincoat Letters are getting mangled Not your average sentence To dissemble To spit the same old Gotta do research Knowledge is key If you're truly dope Then we all could agree Chilling on a sofa Lounging like a king Used to be a young buck Wilding on the scene Going for production So I'm following the theme Without a dollar in a dream Just some avocado green Shout out to Stack Rock Faze and Dickie Bozo gets jolt Mike 360 Rest in peace The drugs Ping and maze. Blessing heavens and heaven Plus they're catching freights In a giant paint session Always stay rapid Shook's on the scene Respect the train legend. You got a dope hand style over a wicked jump shot. That's all, folks. What up, doc? Style riding.
0: My co-host, Quincy, and I have a couple of community events to share with you. Get out your pens.
1: That's right. International Workers' Day is May 1st. It time to reflect on the poor and working-class people struggling for power and equality in a place of work. This day is celebrated all around the world.
0: Join May Day 505 on Tuesday, May 1st from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m., for a peaceful and family-friendly rally that will end with the breaking of bread at Morningside Park.
1: May Day 505 is organized by a coalition of social justice organizers who believe in the poor working class people deserve all of the goodness of the earth.
0: Bring your friends and family to UNM's Johnson Field at 5 p.m., where the rally will meet and march to Morningside Park, where the festivities will continue with food and music at 7 p.m. For more info, visit May Day 505 on Facebook.
1: If you want to learn more about the history of New Mexico, you can visit the National Hispanic Cultural Center to attend, because it's time, Unraveling Race and Place in New Mexico.
0: This exhibit opening will feature music, food, and drinks. Witness the beautiful works of art that examine race and identity in New Mexico from the experiences of local and international artists.
1: The opening is on May 4th from 5.30 p.m. to 8 p.m. For more information, call 505 246 again that's 505 246 2261
0: sounds cool back to lily for some more music
2: now we will be playing why by superman superman is an indigenous rapper who uses music to talk about the problems facing native communities listen to this powerful song
6: April is
7: Earth Day month.
5: If you want to do good for the earth and for the shows you love, how about donating that inefficient vehicle to KUNM? Our vehicle donation program will tow it, sell it, and the proceeds come to KUNM to keep great radio going. At KUNM.org, under Support, select Donate Your Vehicle. Or if you want to talk to a human being who can answer your questions, call 888-KUNM-CAR. That's 888-586-6227.
0: Welcome back to Generation Justice. Dr. Sean Secatero is a member of the Navajo Nation and is an assistant professor at the University of New Mexico College of Education. He believes young natives can challenge themselves and their peers through indigenous knowledge.
1: Now, we welcome 17-year-old Generation Justice intern Kenya Alonzo, who will talk with Dr. Sean Secatero.
3: This is Kenya Alonso with Generation Justice, and I'm speaking with Dr. Sean Secatero, Assistant Professor at the University of New Mexico. Dr. Secatero, welcome to Generation Justice.
8: Welcome. Yeah, thank you for inviting me to be here. I'm really excited about this interview.
3: Thank you. Um, would you please tell us more about yourself?
8: a Dr. Sean Secatero, inishia tooji laid to Toka bahana na I'm Sean Secatero, and I'm from the community of Canoncito, New Mexico. I'm Water's Edge Clan, born for the Latino Clan. My grandfather is of the Salt Clan, and my grandmother is of the Red Bottom Canyon people.
3: Thank you. Um, would you tell us a little bit about the classes that you teach at UNM?
8: As an assistant professor, I teach in the teacher education, educational leadership program, and the courses that I usually teach are schools as organizations, um, school finance, as well as courses dealing with indigenous leadership and higher education. So I teach with the pollen program. It's called Promoting Our Learning, Leadership, and Empowering Our Nations. It's a native licensure program for school principals, and we have um, 13 principals who have graduated from our program, and now we have another 10 coming um, in the pathway to graduate in May. I also um, serve on the American Indian Professional Educators Collaborative, or APEC, and that is for students who are advanced teachers who would like to pursue their administrative licensure. Also, I teach at the high school level in Tohajale. I teach dual enrollment courses with junior high and high school students. I'm teaching a course called Canoncito History and Culture, and it's the first time it's being offered as part of New Mexico State University and grants. So, we're really pleased to teach the students part of their history and culture. And I'm also involved in several other initiatives at the university, such as the Striking Eagle Native American Program, as well as the Native American Faculty Association.
3: That's amazing. Thank you. Uh, would you tell us more about the intersection of um, holistic wellness and indigenous leadership?
8: I think that as part of indigenous leadership, we are think holistically with spiritual, mental, physical, and social well-being attributes. I developed a model that began in 1997 as a doctoral student here in the Division of Language, Literacy, and Sociocultural Studies, which is part of the College of Education. And from there, I um, interviewed elders about what is wellness, as well as connecting um, social, physical, mental, and spiritual well being attributes. And from there, it took me about 12 years to pursue my doctorate. Um, I finally received it in 2009, and I did my study on success factors of American Indian graduate and professional students. I did a nationwide study, and my basic question was how did you succeed? How did you get that far in your program? And my participants were. Um, students who were master's degrees, uh, doctoral degree, uh, recipients, as well as professional degree. And I just wanted to base um, my study on success models rather than a deficit model. And I wanted to also um, promote higher education that we as native people can achieve the highest degrees possible and also continue to serve our communities in the future.
3: Thank you. Um, Could you tell us more about the corn model that you've developed and its importance?
8: The corn model is basically a holistic model, and it's um, serviced by a Navajo model dealing with corn. Nadan is what we call it. And there are various stages of development that we have. The beginning stages of our corn model begin with the ground we call social well-being, spiritual well-being, mental and physical well-being and as we progress in life we learn new um, attributes that um, include emotional well-being, the linguistic, environmental and cultural well-being and that's the bottom of the corn. As we continue to grow, we continue to develop leaves, the corn itself and we have artistic cyclical well-being the medicinal well-being, and financial well-being. And as we continue to achieve our goals, we develop the professional, intellectual, political, and technical well-being. Once we have achieved a success status as we go along, we um, achieve the corn or spiritual tassel, and it's called a t'atadine in Navajo, which is very sacred. And I'm trying to teach a lot of my students about this model, which, you know, will value success factors as well as their own cultural upbringing.
3: Thank you. Um, How is this model beneficial to Indigenous people or all people?
8: I teach this model as part of my doctoral classes. It's called... um, educational um, research as well and it's a model that we really utilize and it's basically philosophical so there are lessons planned around each of these um, four basic pillars of spiritual mental physical and social well-being for example we have students identify professional goals in their life political goals as well as economic for the social well-being And it basically concentrates on their relations with all other people. So it's a complex 16-pillar model that we have.
3: Thank you. Regarding the education of Indigenous students, what are some challenges that Indigenous students um, face when entering college?
8: I think you kind of have to look at the holistic framework of the corn model. One thing is a spiritual well-being. They have to really find their sense of purpose before making the decision to go to college. Also, they have to know their identity, which is cultural well-being. They have to know um, who they are and where they come from. There's a lot of, um, I guess you can say, um, self-learning that goes on as part of the college process. There's also, I think, the challenges um, may include linguistic well-being because a lot of your coursework will involve writing. I believe about 85 to 90% of your coursework will involve reading, writing, speaking, and listening. Also, with the artistic well-being, a lot of Native students, they change their majors. On average, I see about three to four major changes, which puts them, you know, even further behind their peers, and many of them may not graduate on time. So they have to understand their artistic well-being, something that they are good at doing. Uh, It's called giftedness. And I think the mental well-being processes, I think our schools really need to work on adequately preparing Native students. And also, students have to be emotionally ready Uh, It's part of emotional well-being, thinking with your heart, as well as listening to their elders and those who have come before them. And lastly, the technical well-being. I think this is where Indigenous students really um, are advanced because it involves technology. In terms of social well-being, I think that some of the challenges that I see with um, students is that their ability to communicate, public speaking, which is social well-being. And the professional well-being, they have to learn how to set realistic goals. And in terms of economic well-being, a lot of students do not fill out their paperwork for college, their financial aid forms on time. So a lot of them come to college campuses with very little or limited financial funds. And also, with the political well being, you know, students need to be taught that they are leaders. There's always somebody who is looking up to them. And um, in terms of physical well being, I think a challenge would be taking care of themselves, not overdoing their work, um, not uh, respecting their body, and um, be aware of drugs, alcohol abuse. And in terms of an environmental well-being, they need to choose a college that is a good fit for them, their sense of place, where they belong. In terms of time, they really know how to manage, they need to know how to manage their time. In terms of cyclical well-being and in medicinal well-being, they have to become resilient, which is healing. Healing one's body from challenges. And I think all of these factors factor into success factors from my dissertation study that I did.
3: Thank you. Um, Regarding the challenges that indigenous students face, how are learning environments different for indigenous students?
8: Here at the college level, it's very challenging. And a lot of times what I'm noticing is that in high school, students aren't being challenged enough. Some of them may have taken easy classes. Um, Some of them may have not taken advantage of like dual um, enrollment opportunities as well as other AP courses which would benefit them. And in college, you really are challenged. So it takes a lot of good time and planning. Also just basically believing in yourself that you can do it.
3: How can we ensure success for indigenous students?
8: Support one another. Indigenous students need to exercise their right to ask questions from the professor. They have to learn how to work with um, service learning, volunteer to keep themselves occupied. Also take advantage of the multicultural learning centers that they have, free tutoring go to lectures, um, just get involved in campus activities as well so they have that sense of belonging. Also, it takes determination, hard work, perseverance on the student side. And I think the best thing to do is also find a good mentor that can help you through the you know navigate college life. But they have to learn how to ask questions if they are having trouble. I think that's one of the hardest things to do is to ask for help.
3: Definitely. Um, I have that problem myself sometimes. Um, Is there anything else that you would like to add?
8: Um, I grew up in a two-room house, no running water, and I attended a Bureau of Indian Affairs school, and it was very difficult. I was very unprepared for college, and I went to a small college. I began at the College of Santa Fe, And there, I had a lot of support from my teachers, my mentors, and I got involved. And coming from that environment, it's just, it prepared me to uh, make the transition here to UNM. And from the between the ages of 18 and 25, those should be the best years of your life. And I hope that students will continue to apply themselves. Do the best they can because you are important. You are a gift as well, and the opportunities are limited out there if you pursue education.
3: Thank you, Dr. Zacatero, for coming in. It's been really great to just talk with you and to hear all that you're doing to help support and ensure a really good future for all these students.
8: Thank you, Hedla.
3: This is Kenya Alonzo with Generation Justice.
1: Thank you so much, Dr. Secatero, for those words of wisdom. Thank you for your time and effort, and that you put the effort in the community, and that's rarely seen. And thank you for believing in so many youth that they are the next leaders.
0: Herkem, thank you for all the heartfelt work you do.
2: Here's Lily with some local indigenous music. Thank you so much, Dr. Secatero. Next up on music will be Sagan's song by the amazingly talented Nijoni Girls, an all-female Denae rock band. I hope you all enjoy this song as much as I do. Before our next song, we have one more community announcement to share. Focus on Youth is an annual exhibit hosted by the Albuquerque Public School Fine Arts Program at the Albuquerque Museum in Old Town, featuring photographs and short films created by talented high school students. Don't miss the exhibit on May 6th from 1 to 4 p.m. and catch the award ceremony at 2 p.m. Call 505 243 7255 for more information. All Nations Rise is a song that is very powerful and catchy. It is written and sung by the one and only Lila June, a musician, public speaker, and an internationally recognized performance poet. Enjoy.
7: Indigenous people, shine your light, we are equal. I remember the days when our prayers were illegal. I remember the days when being Indian was lethal Yeah, we had a rough past, but get ready for the sequel Get ready for the glorious comeback of our people
1: We've come to another end of another hour of resilience and empowerment we would like to thank our guest, Warren Montoya and Dr. Sean Sucatero, for sharing your work. And a special thanks to our music host, Luli Lacau and our social media producer, 14-year-old Ariana Cordova.
0: And thank you to Misty Blue, our community volunteer, and our interviewer, Edgar Cruz. Production came from Kateri Zuni and Roberta Rayo. We want to give a big shout-out to all of our youth producers. We could not do what we do without you.
1: Generation Justice will also like to thank KUNM for bringing the voices of young people to you, KUNM
0: listeners. Our website is generationjustice.org, where you can find all of our multimedia work and listen to our podcasts, which are also available on SoundCloud and iTunes.
1: We are also active on social media platforms like Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.
0: Generation Justice is funded by the W.K. Kellogg Foundation with additional funding from the McCune Foundation, Kon'ama Health Foundation, the Albuquerque Community Foundation, and of course, all of you, who have contributed to our project by visiting our website and clicking Donate.
1: Our opening song is Youth of the Nation by POD. I'm Quincy Walker.
0: And I'm Emily Jaramillo. Coming up on KUNM is Spoken Word, so stay tuned and join
2: us next Sunday at 7 o'clock. Back to our music host, Lily Lucal.
1: Until next time.
2: Thanks, guys. Our last song for the night will be "Victory Song" by Frank Wan. When the lights go out on stage tonight, by the Westwind Band. Burn with the Sun by J.J. Otero, and lastly, Electric Drum Powwow by a tribe called Red. Good night and thank you, New Mexico.
6: Cat and catalyst, rapping red boy, a college panelist, riding wild beats, trunks are rattling, my demons battling. You've been a fan of this, red road runner, red boy wonder, lyrics like lightning, hard.